0: This is Sammy Reinstein, and you're listening to Conversation Starters. On this show, we talk all about bringing conversations back to B2B marketing and selling. Because if there's one thing we know about doing business in the revenue era, it's that the best customer experience wins.
1: Season 3 of Conversation Starters is brought to you by Really Good Sales Place. A landing page built to inspire your sales team, whether they're inbounding, outbounding, or managing a deal. These plays are proven to generate pipeline and close deals, so you can celebrate more wins. Check them out at drift.ly slash sales Now, to the episode.
0: Let it snow, let it snow, let Oh, it snow. <laughs>
1: someone's in the mood for the holiday season.
0: Well, these days you can't, like, go anywhere without hearing it, and... People start celebrating the holiday so early now. Like, in yeah. September, you're already celebrating Halloween, and then Halloween hits, and it's like Christmas. Yeah, we don't everything's even... at least a month ahead. It's at least if, a month if ahead. If not
1: more. <laughs> but, you know, that's okay. I love the holiday season.
0: I love the holiday season. Do
1: you have a favorite holiday?
0: Oh, Thanksgiving for sure. For sure.
1: You know, I think Thanksgiving is an underrated holiday. Underrated. I think it gets overlooked, but... It's a great holiday.
0: It's a great holiday. And What's it, not to it kicks like about off it?
1: the rest of the holiday season, if and nothing
0: else. It's hands down the best food of all the holidays. I don't know why it doesn't get more attention. True. Although I will say, like,
1: turkey is mediocre, but everything else around the turkey, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Pie? Pie? Oh. Oh yeah, obviously pie. It's great, <laughs> and like, and the leftovers. Even like a leftover turkey sandwich when you put like the cranberry. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm making myself hungry, so we need to <laughs> we need to move on. But on the note of holidays, very excited for today's episode, which is all about how to keep your sales team inspired, motivated during the holiday season, and also taking that to the conversations they're having with their prospects and customers.
0: Yes, absolutely. So today we invited Kristen Moore onto the podcast who is the head of SMB sales development at Motive. Motive is a platform that combines hardware with AI powered applications to connect and automate physical operations. And like Elizabeth said, Kristen's gonna talk to us all about how to motivate your teams and how to keep hitting your numbers through the holiday season. Kristen, thank you so much for coming on Conversation Starters. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, this season, we have been breaking the ice in the beginning of the conversation by asking what we would say a conversation starter. Most people might call it an icebreaker. But, Uh Kristen, we are going to talk all about the holiday season and how sales reps can prepare for the holiday season and all of the (laughs) out-of-offices notifications that you get with that. So with that being said, my conversation starter for you is, do you have a favorite holiday or holiday tradition? Ooh. Oh,
2: it's hard to choose one, but I would definitely say... Halloween, one, because I used to love trick or treating. I mean, I would try Mm -hmm. to get as much candy as possible, but also now I have a daughter. And so thinking about the costumes I will put her in and taking her (laughs) trick or treating has just really, you know, it's re energized me around that holiday. So
0: definitely
2: (laughs)
1: Halloween.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's funny. My brother, who started his career as an SDR, we Mm -hmm. would put out all of our candy on the table. And then he would like barter and take, uh, somehow I ended up with no candy, but me being now the marketer, like I had all the best branded and cutest candy. So it it starts young. Exactly.
2: We all know our roles from birth, right?
0: (laughs) <laughs> Kristen, can you just give us a little bit of background on who you are and what you do at Motive?
2: Sure. Yes. So I've been with Motive for just about three years. We were originally called Keep Trucking, but we just went through a rebrand. And so during that time, I've been in both AE and SCR management. Right now, I'm the head of SMB SDR. We have a team of about 79 team leads. It's both inbound and outbound, very global team. So just had a ton of fun leading these teams and understanding, you know, the different things that come up in the small business space as well as inbound and outbound SDR.
0: So as we're wrapping up Q3 and we're heading into Q4, like we talked throughout, we're heading into a holiday season. And with a holiday season comes PTO and people who maybe even like people on your team who are going out of office who you thought were going to be able to, you know, hop on a call or whatever that may be. So what are some things that your team is already thinking about? Yep. I mean,
2: honestly, I always feel like Q4 sneaks up on us no matter how far ahead we try to plan. But right now we're thinking a lot around you know, for the inbound teams, they're aligned with marketing forecasts. So we're thinking about Who do we need in seat when throughout the holiday season? We're looking at historicals, right? What was volume actually like last year? Can we try to expect the same so that we can figure Mm -hmm. out how many people do we actually need there fielding inbound requests? Realistically, on inbound, we're going to respond to every inquiry, right? Because Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a hot, warm lead. We do know we can rely a little bit on our historical knowledge, reps that have been here for a while also know they can like split their shifts and things like that. In terms of outbound though, we're doing some hiring right now. So we're thinking about how to onboard people considering times, you know, there might be out of office for not only the leaders, myself, who knows. We're thinking about how to keep people motivated through the tougher holiday season, thinking about changing our messaging, how to plan activities. So, is there a way that we can front load our efforts in October, early November, early mm-hmm. December? You know, get people to hit quotas so they can actually take some of that time off when people aren't responding. And we are also thinking about ways just to be more creative. I think during slower periods, whether or not it's the holidays or you're working in a seasonal business, you have to think about asking for referrals in times like this, find other lead sources if possible, re-engage old accounts, add additional touch points, all those kinds of things will just really help going into a season when we know realistically, right, end of November, end of December, we're gonna take a hit around those times. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The creativity aspect too, I feel like when you go through those periods where you're stretched thin and you have to get really creative sometimes those spark new ideas that you continue for the rest of the year, like repurposing content, like putting those into nurtures and all of those types of things when you're forced to think sort of outside Mm -hmm. of the box. I feel like sometimes those spark the best ideas.
2: Completely. I actually think back to when I myself was an SDR. I think some of the best email messaging I wrote was when I knew there was something going on in the world, right, that I could reference mm-hmm. to. So not only the value I could provide, but I remember, I can't remember what year of Olympics back then, but there was some <laughs> year of Olympics. I used a picture of Usain Bolt in one of my emails and it got such a high response rate. So, you know, thinking about like when it's around Halloween, is there a way, maybe it's not appropriate depending on you know what you're selling, but is there a way to pull that in? Is there a way to be a little bit more creative? People are probably paying attention to what day of the week it is. They know Thanksgiving is coming up. Why not reference it in some way?
0: Yeah, it's we're all going through this very similar thing, yeah. you know, with the holidays. At least you know, in the in the U.S. side of things, if we're all doing Thanksgiving or whatever that may be, that's yep. a shared experience that you can nod towards in those mm-hmm. emails. And maybe there's other relationship building things that you've done that you can include in that. Like, if you know, they're a skier, you know, if winter season's exactly. coming up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Awesome. And it is also an interesting period of time because coming up on end of year, on one hand, there's a lot of people that have this budget that they have to get rid of. And on the other hand, There's holidays and PTO. So as a seller, you have to sort of be mindful that there might be a prospect that you can, you know, nurture Mm -hmm. and have a great deal with, but at the same time being respectful that it is a holiday season. So how do you encourage your team to balance the number of touch points they make Mm -hmm. with a prospect while also being respectful that it's a bit of a chaotic time?
2: Totally, definitely. I mean, I think. Again, you know, for inbound, of course, we're likely not going to change that much. But back to your point of that collective experience, we may change the way we open a call or just building rapport on the call, right? And like calling out, there's no reason to be robotic. So let's call out, right? Like, do you have any plans? Like maybe we're waiting to transfer a call or who knows? Ask really quickly in that pause period, do you have any plans for the upcoming holiday? And just see if you can really kind of build the rapport there. So for inbound, not much, but for outbound, of course, being a seller and in my head, knowing it takes so many touch points to reach someone, I hesitate Mm. to sort of change that overall number. I think it's more about being intentional about when we are doing those touch points. So can we reschedule steps to another day? If it is like right before, like the evening before a holiday, you know, can we schedule them around people's out of office? What are we saying on the phone? Are there emails that aren't performing as well? We can maybe remove and replace with something else. And I think, as I mentioned before, can we just increase our productivity at different times in the month? So knowing that something is coming up Can we add 15% more, right, in the beginning of the month and hit quota earlier? That's what I'm always going to continually try to drive the teams to think about. One concrete example is our outbound teams have a goal of adding 15 new contacts to cadences a day. When you think about that 15% change, it's just two more contacts a day, right? So really giving people kind of like that tangible goal, explaining to them what doing a little bit more in the beginning of the month means that will actually increase those dials and emails, but hopefully in the front of the month so that, you know, when we're talking about November and December, especially, hopefully by then we're not having to work too
0: much around the holiday. That's the goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think intentional is sort of like the golden nugget yeah. of yeah. information there, right? Like you don't yeah. necessarily have to you know, take away all of those touch points that you know are effective for your team, but just being more intentional about them, making sure you're adjusting the messaging, adjusting the time that those are being sent out. And I think that's a good rule of thumb for pretty much anyone in business around the holidays is just being more intentional with your messaging. Definitely, definitely. Throughout your sales management, you mentioned that you have managed account executives and also SDRs and BDRs. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed an overall shift in priorities with prospects as they approach end of year? Yes, I think this has really changed depending on the industry I've worked in, though, or sold
2: to. Mm -hmm. Some are a lot more seasonal than others, or some have different budgeting priorities at the end of the year than others. So a couple of years ago, I worked for an applicant tracking system. You know, We're selling to talent teams, we're selling to recruiters. And in Q4, they're actually doing so much prep work and thinking about You know, hiring in Q1, that actually doing and thinking about an implementation at that time was typically not something they could handle. So in terms of like pulling the trigger at that time. So we were thinking a lot more about nurturing prospects during that time, scheduling meetings, if we knew that, you know, they might be buying later than following year, things like that. I've also worked for third party delivery, you know, at Uber Eats. So depending on geography that's a very restaurants right are very affected by weather people are also very affected by weather they might want to stay in and order in the colder months so it's actually a great time to call and and get into restaurants and then here at motive Q4 is often also busy because certain industries that we serve we do sell to you know a wide 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 range of companies and businesses in the physical economy. But if you think of long haul trucking, for example, it might be peak season doing all these holiday deliveries, but maybe some other industries like construction, again, depending on where they are, it might be too cold to do some of those projects that they did earlier in the year. So I think it really is so dependent on what company you're at, who you're selling to, what your product is. And that's something that as salespeople, we need to be really tuned into to prepare for the end of year.
0: Yeah, know your buyer, know yeah, their struggles, exactly. know their needs. Yeah, yep, yeah. I'm also curious, just as you know, we see in the news pretty much every day. It's hard to scroll on LinkedIn without seeing things around like budget cuts and hiring freezes and layoffs. And you yeah. know, we know that teams right now, especially on sales teams there's a big focus in efficiency and Mm -hmm. effectiveness, especially around the holidays. I think that's where you see it come into play. How is your team, especially on the SDR team, thinking about efficiency right now?
2: In terms of efficiency, you know, again, I think it goes back to that intentionality, right? We're thinking about Are there steps that we can remove? Like if there's something that we're just doing in a cadence, a call step or an email step that isn't getting results, can we remove it at this time? Can we increase our productivity in the beginning of the month? What can we do, right, to use our resources at this time? We've done a lot of joint call blocks with AEs and SDRs. Mm. We've done, you know, on the inbound side, we're thinking about, capacity? And can we push the SDR to do like one more MQL a day, for example, right? So there's been a lot of things to just try to keep people efficient. I think it's also important, as I think about this, to get commitments from people. And that's another great tool to increase efficiency during the holiday season is beginning of the month, with the reps on your team, ask them what are you going to do this week? Realistically, do you have out of office? You know, I don't want to be the person who's saying you can't take this day off. But if you're taking an entire day off, how are you going to make those other four days of the week as efficient as possible? So it's about that intentionality and the commitment, getting a commitment from each person Mm -hmm. to drive their own outcome as well.
0: Yeah, and commitment also helps with visibility just for the rest of the team like what are you working on. 100%. I also love Yeah, I also love the joint call block with the SDRs and AEs. I think that's a great way to get aligned and also mm-hmm. drive, you know, accountability there. With that so what does communication between your SDRs and AEs Look like to make sure that they know when each other will sort of be out of office and making sure that they're really in sync there. Yep.
2: Since we're SMB, we don't currently have like territories or pods set up. We actually have. Automations that help us round robin to this large group. So when, you know, one SDR sets a meeting, they create an opportunity. We get an automatic assignment of like the next AE in the round robin. But of course, there are times when that falls through. Let's say that the AE has been kept in the round robin within our system, but they're actually out of office. So we created a buddy system that we built out that way if and and this is like sort of agreed upon and everyone's on the same page, if their AE is out of office, the buddy will take it for, you know, take that opportunity for a foreseeable future, field any questions, take the meeting, follow up, you know, and then of course we utilize calendars a lot, make sure that we're checking the AE's calendar. We use scheduling tools within sales loft to make sure we're suggesting the right times as much as possible. Mm. And then, especially on my outbound team, right now it's a smaller group, shared Slack channels where the AGs and the SDRs are expected to actually communicate about each meeting scheduled, give feedback publicly. It's not to micromanage. It's just to make sure that there's eyes on it and nothing falls yeah. through the cracks. Yeah. Also with those joint call blocks, I was just thinking, you know, this goes back to the last question, but another way that those are really efficient is if you have somebody and you get them on the phone during a call block and your AE is right there, you guys could just go and do the discovery right there. There is no scheduling an additional meeting. So, yeah, we just try as much as possible to have a good relationship with our AEs, break down barriers or break down miscommunication, and make sure we're, you know, communicating literally either on call blocks, in Slack channels, through our scheduling tools, keeping our calendars updated and keeping
0: that commitment to each other. Yeah, I think that's all great advice. Abel, in researching for this podcast, one of the things I noticed that a lot of people were giving you accolades for was figuring out on your team what motivates them Uh and really using that to help them reach their goals. How do you use this skill to keep your team motivated as all of the holiday distractions start to pop up?
2: Yes, this is one of my, I mean, as a people leader, since I started, one of the things I try to do immediately when I meet a new team member or, you know, join a new company is understand. Why are they there? I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of you know fluffy and nice things we can say about why we work at companies, but ultimately you get a paycheck from it. And especially in sales, there's a variable portion of it that you can do with, you know, maybe as you please. And so, and it's tied directly to metrics and outcomes. And so I love to understand, like, hey, you know, not to be too blunt or weird about it, but like, what do you do with your commission check? Like, why are you here? And There's been so many things along the years and even now that I've learned about people. Some people, it's purely promotion, right? They want to get to that next step. Some people they're just extremely competitive. It's not about the money, right? But they want to beat like person sitting next to them. And so in one-on-ones, I'll be like, hey, how are you pacing against like blah, blah, blah person, right? I really try to keep one-on-ones very light and conversational with people so that I can get on that level with them. But then for those that are money motivated, there's so many things, right? Down payment, Sneakers, saving for a vacation, you know, (laughs) like growing your family. There's so many things that you can directly tie to outcomes. And there's so many ways to remind that person of those outcomes when times are slow or things are going wrong. So, you know, in the holiday season, if somebody is just not hitting activity goals, let's say, I can easily point to that thing. Like, let's say they told me they want to hit 120% because they want to buy some designer purse, I can literally like send them a picture of that purse and be like, how are we tracking towards this, right? Or like ask, you know, ask in our one-on-one. And that's the like level of connection and trust I really try to build with my team because Most people don't want to hear like, Hey, you're falling behind pace. They usually know that already. Our metrics are very visible. They usually know that. But sometimes if you're like, Hey, where are you towards your personal goal? It helps them to take that ownership and really, really pick up the pace or do the activities that they need to, to get there. And then it's also a way, you know, if they, just aren't motivated by it anymore, you can reevaluate too. At that stage, you can have a really open and transparent conversation about like, hey, I don't see this as being your motivation anymore. Like help me help you figure out what that next thing is gonna be. And let's work through this slow time. So highly recommend for any managers out there, do that before Q4 (laughs) so that you can manage your team with just emojis and gifts through the holiday season.
0: (laughs) I would love that if my manager sent me like a plane ticket or like not added it to my like, pacing goals. But you're totally right. Like, I know if I'm not hitting pacing or, or whatever that may yeah. be. And it's far more motivating for someone to come back to me and be like, have your motivations changed. They're like, remember this trip, you want to take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where are we facing towards this? Yeah, I think that's really great advice. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for chatting with us. I think this should be mandatory listening for <laughs> SDR leaders, especially heading into the holiday season. If people want to learn more about you or Motive, where can they find more information?
2: Yes, definitely. To learn more about me, I'm on LinkedIn, of course, Kristen Moore, SMB Sales. You can learn more about Motive at gomotive.com. We are definitely hiring also for sales roles. So, you know, if you're looking for a, a job, we've
1: got them. And yeah, those are the main places. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kristen. Thank you so much, Sammy. Sammy, the next time I lose motivation... Please remind me that I am tracking towards a Colorado ski trip, and that will just get me right back up. I loved Kristen's methodology there. I don't know why I have not thought of it yet.
0: I honestly would love that added to my pacing. Like, here's ski tickets. Yeah. You gotta get there.
1: (laughs) Are you red, yellow, or green towards the goal? Yes, towards your goal.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think Kristen did a really good job... explaining how she finds the what's in it for me for her sales team and applies it towards this holiday season. It's so chaotic. There's so many distractions. Mm -hmm. And just refocusing towards those goals and those personal goals, I think is really effective.
1: Yeah. And like you mentioned on the episode, I thought it was really valuable, yes, motivating her own team, but then how can her SDRs kind of take that approach and use it with their outreach and when they're having conversations with external prospects or customers.
0: Yeah, exactly. Taking the what's in it for me mentality towards your buyers as well. Yes.
1: Well, that is our second to last episode of this season. So make sure you tune in next week for our final episode of season three. And
0: then enjoy your
1: holiday season.
0: Happy holidays. Thanks so much for listening to Conversation Starters. If you liked this episode, please leave us a six-star review by clicking the link in the show notes and hit subscribe so you never miss another one. You can connect with me on Twitter at Sammy Reinstein, and follow all of our shows at Drift Podcasts.